Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Bam. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Okay, I'm excited for this one. I've got Ben Planick here, Bachelor. Yeah. The the first the first Ben the first Ben and you Ben the other Ben was my Ben so oh I didn't know that yeah yeah so I, I really like that guy I really like him too he's a really nice dude I think he's got a good heart he the right really place. really does and I actually listened to your episode with him and have a funny little comment to make but we're we're not there yet but it's something okay. about a boat and being really embarrassed when you're dumped and taken away by boat. Okay, yeah, I know where you're going with that. Yeah, so we will get there. Um, But anyway, I'm super excited for this. So let me hear about your life before you did this crazy thing called reality TV. I mean, it's been so many years. Um, It's hard to, it's actually hard to imagine. It's been like almost a decade. I know. uh, When when you were like, when I like filmed it, it was like nine years ago. It was a long time ago. Uh, My life was, um, my life was pretty pretty good actually. not that it was, wasn't great before but or like during or after yeah um but i i had a i had started a winery with one of my childhood friends right. um i had just uh left a uh, a successful career in like internet advertising and digital marketing and and so um things were good san francisco like living in the city san francisco was in a really good place um i really i really really enjoyed my time there when i when i first lived there um it was it was great. And then you go on The Bachelorette with Ashley. So how how did that happen? My sister signed me up for that, actually. That was not my idea. I got like a call from casting one day out of the blue and they're like, hey, um, can you like send us some photos or make a DVD <laughs> or something like that? You remember, remember DVDs? We well, made we those. my sister also made she made a video for me. And sent it via DVD. So, but I okay. did the DVD. So you, oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. I just wasn't sure if people still did that. I think not, that's still but... a thing. She overnighted the DVD in a package and required that someone sign for it. That's my that's my hint, people. If you want to get seen, you have to require someone to sign for it. Very smart. There you go. Very smart. Okay. So your sister was like, this will be a good idea. Do this. Yeah. And where was I? I was down. So I had a company in San Diego and... Um, so I was flying back and forth and my, I was in my office in San Diego and um, I got a call from casting. This was like after that interview weekend and they're like, Hey, you've been accepted to uh, the bachelorette. And I was like, no shit. No way. And uh, I like poked, I poked my head out the window and on my door, my office door. And I was like, Hey Brad, they want me to do the show. Should I do it? And he's like, yeah, man, do it. And I was like, All right, great. <laughs> so that was, I really didn't think much of it. I was like, Oh, you know, worst case, you know, People for you know, best case they'll forget about me. Worst case they'll forget about me. Oh, so, but they it's don't. Not what they don't forget. They never do. Oh, oh it's terrible. Had you seen the show before? Yeah, I honestly I watched a little bit of it. Um, in that in that period, in like kind of twenty ten, okay, eleven. Obviously, I think who was the Bachelor then? Brad. I think Brad Womack. Yeah, like one of his two times. I think it was the second time. Okay, <clears throat> and um. Yeah, I mean, it's a great show. I don't watch it anymore, but like, it's such a well-produced show. I hate watch it. Oh, do you still watch? I, yeah, I have, I don't know why. Because so many people in my life still love it. I never watched 
the season that I was on. But I still like to hate watch it, although it's just not the same as it was for me yeah, before. It's been so many so many years. How wait, how far did you make it? I was number 5, but okay. I was the villain. Oh, that's why you and Courtney are That's why we're good friends <laughs> because she reached out to yeah. me and was like, "I see myself in you." Like you got way too comfortable on camera and just were like trying to be funny and it went totally wrong, which I think when I was watching your season, I felt the same thing about her. So you know, it's 100% true. Yeah. Courtney, Courtney is a, a sweet, sweet human. Oh being. my gosh. The nicest. Yeah. And she's, and she's actually really funny, but like, yeah, I mean, she did, that was a tough edit. I could say the same about myself. We, we will get there, <laughs> <I'm> but <sorry. laughs> we will get there. So did you know it was Ashley? Like, were you, was she someone typically you'd be into or you had no idea who it was? Um, I didn't know it was her. Um, I think it was between her and like Emily Maynard and someone else, maybe. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I was just happy to be there. <laughs> so for me, it was like, like it was like a why not thing. And were you one of those people that was like, if I get through the first night, I'm lucky? No, but I remember like going, going to that first night and feeling very um, insecure about myself i do remember that i was like man these guys are like studs although i had like a lot going on in my own life right and now i look back on like a, you know like the, the ill-fitted suits and everything oh, from like all those so all those dudes great. and i was like i was like man you didn't look so bad there were some guys there that looked real bad that did, like, didn't age well that's you know? why i loved those greatest of all time episodes is because i just got to see the evolution of how even just like the filming has changed the everything it's just so different in my opinion, those were the glory days. Even like Ashley's season was a glory day for me because not everyone was an influencer at that time, you know? I know it's that the whole landscape has changed. Completely. And I don't know what, I don't know why people are, I mean, I, I understand why they're doing it as for, for the influence stuff, but at least back then, like I could hang my hat on like, yeah, maybe I'll meet someone, you know? That's all it really was. So you went into night one, you're, you're like, this is so exciting. There's so many cameras. What the hell is going on? Like, did you f feel like, you know, on the first night, if you could look back, you would have gotten to the final two? No. And if you ask all the producers, they like, they bet money against me making it out of like the first <laughs> night. And then I was like the runner up. It's so funny. The runner up. Yes. I don't know if you like, you knew uh, Pete or Elon yes. or, or Bennett or any of those guys, but like, yeah, they, I was not their pony oh. like at all. And then you were towards the end and they're like, what is happening right now? What is happening? Yeah. And then what did you, what drew you to her like right away? I mean, obviously you develop feelings really quickly, but what was it? Yeah, it wasn't, I don't think it was a right away thing. I think she started um, paying attention to me when we got to. Paying attention to me. <laughs> like our first one on one date in um, Thailand, I think. Right. And, uh. And I was like, all right, this girl's, this girl's cool. Like she was, she was really funny and like pretty easygoing. Um, so I, I, I think I started to really like her then. Um, and I did, and I did like, I meant everything that I did on that, that show. It's as brutal as it is, but. You've been on both sides. So I'm just, I want to hear more about the other side, but I, I always ask people this. Did you have any idea while you were going, like who who you were afraid of, or who was a front runner in your eyes? Like, did you think JP was a guy? Yeah, no. Well, there was a dude named um, how was that guy's name? Bentley. Yes, the villain. Bentley, remember Bentley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, but he was like the front runner, and like, and he crushed they Ashley's never soul. That. Yeah, he he like just like bounced, and she was just like 
crushed. And so the rest of us were like, well, I have a bunch, a bunch of, you got a bunch of chopped liver left. So you better, <laughs> you know, you better, you better find someone in here. I would have never guessed that she was super into him. I mean, maybe that happened and I just don't remember, but wow. Yeah. He, you know, he was a smooth talker. He was a, a um, he kept to himself. He wasn't the most friendly of dudes, but like, you know, I, you know, I, I don't have a bunch to comment about Bentley. Um, JP and her did have a, did have a, a, a connection. You, okay. you could see it. Yeah. I wasn't, uh, I obviously didn't know that she was going to, you know, pick him over me at the end. You really did. Like you went into the last day oh. and you were confident. I had no, I had no idea. Why? Okay. Okay. Wait. Such a sure thing. I was like, you got this, Ben. It's you're good. Was there anything that happened like the night before that you left being like, okay, this is it. Or was it just a feeling or? I mean, you're coming off like the, the fantasy suite nights and like the, you know, the one-on-one dates and like the meet the family and all that stuff. True. Um, so you're feeling, you're feeling good. I don't know. I think like even when you're like staring at those, those rings and you're like, well, which one, I don't know. You just, maybe you just like build it up in your head. Um, yeah. Boy, it was, boy, was it. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait. Okay. So when you're walking up toward her, like, did you see anything on her face where you were like, Oh, not at all. She hit it. You know? Oh yeah. And like, I don't know. I don't know if this still holds true, but like, I think I was the only like dude to propose and like have the like the main contestant like let them go through it. That was one of my questions. Um, and I have Facebook questions. Gina Stevenson said, was he peeved that Ashley let him get down on one knee and go through his spiel before breaking it off with him? Uh, yeah, I was really mad. I mean, you were I was mad, really mad, but like you can t- you can tell by my my reaction, I was mad. And on it, when I was proposing, I remember I said, you know, like, will you marry me? And then she like didn't say anything. It was like a minute. And like in my mind, I was like, oh fuck. And then I was like, I think I splurted something out after that, like <laughs> make me make me like super happy or happiest guy in the world or whatever it was, because I was like. She didn't answer my first question. Oh, so. well, we'll re- rephrase that. Whoops. Did you like black out? I would have completely like even the first night. I have no clue what I said when we first half the time. I feel like I was blacked out. I just don't remember anything. Yeah, not it's a um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Believe it or not. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with you. I didn't I didn't drink very much uh, on those those shows. I think the, I think the way to like look at all of that is um it's it's so intense it's so emotional it feels like it's something um, that happens during like a catastrophe where you like compartmentalize Mm -hmm. that part of your life like i i associated the same way like when my father passed away like i don't remember a lot of things right and and in the same when i look back on that show i go like i can't believe you did that i can't believe you did it it feels like an out of body like even some things that i did i'm like did I? Wh- what? Like, yeah, it's wild. It's wild. And how you could be like, oh, I'm going to propose. And like, I'm super confident about this. No problem. Like, yeah, we got this. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's, you can only go one of two ways, right? It's 50-50. The odds are in your favor. I'm a degenerate sports gambler. So those are pretty good odds. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she lets you propose. Then she says, no, you got mad, which... I would get mad too, but can you pinpoint a reason why in that moment you were just like, ah, I felt, I felt really, I felt tricked, honestly. Okay. And I I don't know if I felt tricked by like her or production or, or both. Um, 
but I, I felt I felt stupid and silly and and tricked, and uh, and you know, as we should, I, I have a fair amount of self pride and yeah. know my worth and who I am, and um, I was angry. I was really I was pretty angry, and um, I think it showed in my reaction with her. She's like trying to console me, and I'm like, "Yo, girl." Oh, and that that line that you had, what was it? Oh, it was so good. Good things don't end unless they end badly. That was like. How did you just think of that on the fly? I don't know. Where, was don't that know. like up in there somewhere? Had you ever said that before? I don't think so. I don't think that was a first time, but that it was, was really poignant. poignant. I was just going to say that. Holy shit, that was good. Yeah. Well, then, hey, then, thanks. <laughs> then, then they really make it worse and they send you on your way in what I called my thing was a tugboat. It was literally like I was sent away. At least you had a tugboat. It, I mean, I, I don't even know if it was that. It was literally like I felt like it was filling up with water as we were going. And, of course, you know, they're they're standing there watching me just like away. Yeah. <laughs> ben, ben did my podcast. Oh, and the, the funniest thing was that freaking boat, man. They, they, that, that made you feel real small, I bet. Really small, yeah. And mine was made of like aluminum, so <laughs> I think I got I got I got you beat there. Oh. Um, and and Elon Elon the producer was like crunched down in the front oh, because yeah. there were you know helicopters were shooting. And... Yep. Peter Peter was on my boat. Helicopters above me. I was left on an <laughs> island, and uh, so yeah, it really made it look like I was the only person on this island in the middle of the ocean, and and there I am just in this little 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 boat it's so it's i mean you have to you just have to tip your hat it to these people funny because now. it's like it's so it, it's funny now it's so good um it's a great gif i use it all the time um but yeah the boat it's just like i saw that i watched it back and i was like oh ben <laughs> at least you have gifts i know you don't even get gifts like no that no no sucks. i'm old school man no one no one, uh, Instagram like came out the, the year my, my show was airing, like 11 or 12, my show aired in 12. I think Instagram came out in 11. And they wouldn't let us, they wouldn't let us use social media. They kept the rules. Well, that's still a rule, but no one actually like follows Oh, it. is it? Oh, yeah. I mean, they said like you have to deactivate your social media and like you can't get back on until the show. No one, you know, nobody follows yeah. that anymore and they don't enforce gotcha. it. But back then... People were good. You're going to get sued. And oh, they had a, yeah. 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 Now we've learned along the way that that doesn't really happen. So let's just post. It's fine. Yeah. The good right. old days. Well, good for good for those kids. Yeah. Were you heartbroken, would you say? Like, did you go home um, and think, what the hell was that? Or like, were you really hurt? Yeah. No, I was hurt for, you know, it didn't, oddly enough, like this is nothing to do with, with Ashley or anything, but it didn't didn't last very long. I think by the time like I got out of that experience, by the time like the the wheels touched back down in, in the United States, I was like, you're going to be all right, dude. You're fine. <laughs> and, um, you know, I was obviously like bummed um, that it didn't work out. And, and I, and I meant the proposal. I meant everything that I, I was proud of, like following through in those moments. But I was like, you're going to, you'll be fine. It's, it's, it's different, I guess, because there really is no such thing as like, closure like closure doesn't ex really exist on the show you don't really get an answer as to you, you don't you don't even have their phone number when you leave like what are you gonna do yeah good call 
it's easy yeah. to just kind of be like, oh, okay, that was all right. Moving right along. <laughs> Moving right along. It's, you know, obviously, I don't, I don't know if you're aware, I'm sure you are, but JP and Ashley are, are, yes, are splitting I know. up. Or they've already tragic. split, which is super, super sad. And like, you have these like randos on Twitter reach out like, are you going to try to go out with yeah, Ashley? So are you, like, like, are you going to try to shoot your shot? Go back? Yeah. It's like, well, you guys are the most insensitive. Take it easy. Yep. Take it easy. I really thought that those two would like go the distance. I thought they would be the freaking distance of this franchise. So when I saw yeah. that, I was my heart was like, oh. I know. They're nice people. I know. They're oh, nice people. Damn. Well, then how soon after you get home you think you're gonna be okay, dude, does the bachelor come about? Yeah, I think they called like a week later. <laughs> <laughs> I was out at my uh, my buddy's winery too. We were just like sitting out there. <clears throat> I think we were making Sauvignon. What time did I get back that time of year? I think I was like making Sauvignon Blanc or like drinking Sauvignon Blanc or nice. something like that. But I remember it was like in and around time of like picking Savi B. And <laughs> um, they called and they're like, "We'd like to offer you the gig. We need to know in like the next you know few days or something like that." I you know. I think I I think I told them the next day like I was I'd be I'd be down. Wow. Was there any part of you that was like, maybe not? Or were you just in? Um, no, I, def- I definitely like weighed all the options. Okay. Um, I just think that like, after having gone through something that was like, relatively embarrassing, this was like my shot of redemption. <laughs> and <laughs> we all do it for redemption. <laughs> yeah, MJ's great comeback. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. I, I, uh, I think in my mind, I was like, well, I'm going to just like do this. I'm not going to propose to anyone. It's not going to happen. Okay. Gonna... That's what I was thinking. So then you make the decision, you go. And these are where my questions for the lead come about. Do you remember names coming out of the limo? Um, like what's, what's the first night like for you? I know I'm exhausted. There's a lot going on. I'm just trying to get a minute with you. What's it like on your end? Oh, it's probably three or four X on, on the bet. other end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, you know, the, the whole journey, you know, outside of this, the first night, the whole journey, I was arguably, and I've started a lot of companies and done a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the hardest project I'd ever <laughs> taken on by far. You just was exhausted. Job. It was a, it was a full-time job. Yeah. Um, for very little compensation. So, <laughs> Definitely not uh, what you deserved. Yes. Yeah, the ROI is, is uh, still suspect, <laughs> but but um, oh. uh, the the first night, no, you, you, it was it was difficult to remember names. I mean, even through like you know the first, I mean, you still have like fifteen girls left. It was still pretty hard. Yeah, uh, I made that mistake a couple of times, and thankfully production like chopped those things out. You're like, you're thank you, Tina, right? Tina. You know, I'm HL or something. Oh. There was no Tina on my season, but oh, you know what I mean. Yes. And then when you're you know, in the rose ceremonies, I don't know if anyone's spoken to this, but like <clears throat> you, you memorize like four or five names and then you like flag Polly. Yeah. They like Polly. stop. I, it's unbelievable how long Polly has been with the show. Polly is a, an absolute G. I love that Icon. guy. Yeah. Polly and Carrie Fetman and, you know, Chris and. It's so crazy. I'll just never forget him. Eyes forward. No laughing. <laughs> <laughs> He has a military background. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. well, that would make he's sense. A, he's a veteran. Yeah. He's a veteran. We said you're very militant in your um, rounding up of the women and getting us to be attentive. Yep. 
But yeah, I remember like it was three names and then you leave the room and then you come back. Yeah. And then like there was the awkward like rubbing your hands together, making it seem like you're really struggling with this decision. Oh, I don't remember that as much. Ben was I think really... it was more of like pause where you like had to like Yeah. <laughs> Suspense. Like, like chill there. <laughs> yeah, chill there for like thirty seconds so they could film all the ladies' faces. <laughs> and then you'd get like a signal. Who got your first impression, Rose? I why am I forgetting? Uh Lin- Lindsay. Oh, my, Lindsay my Cox, up. yes. Love Lindsay her Cox, too. Yeah. yeah, love her. Yeah. She's super nice. What makes one person with get the first impression rose over another, like on the first night? What was it about her that stood out? I think it was for her. It was mostly. I mean, she's obviously a beautiful, beautiful woman, but um, uh, attitude. Her attitude was just like she was like funny and seemed really stoked to be there and like interested in in me and our conversation. Um, I just yeah, I just got really good feels. And then did Courtney stand out that night? She did. Yeah, that that. Um, she wearing she'd like that black yeah black short black dress out of the limo i was like you don't see a short dress a lot so that all no was gonna and she she exuded like a different kind of like a confidence she exuded a um she was a like a woman you know what i mean Uh a woman can i ask did you enjoy group dates um yeah i didn't mind group dates i had some yeah i had some fun ones (laughs) i mean it depends like where they were being shot we did this okay. ski date in yeah I in san francisco which was a really bikinis, cool date right but, or something yeah yeah but, like, i had like i had like 30 of my friends just like chilling you know they got word of it and like everyone's down there i'm like i can't like i can't do this in front of all of my friends so i was actually kind of embarrassed i just like i was the queen of group dates that's all i ever had and i just was like these suck they're fun yes mm-hmm. But you maybe get like 30 seconds here and there. I bet yeah, it's harder it's for like, you to ha- get like make everyone feel like you're paying attention to them, you know? It's like a nice day out. You yeah. know, I when I was a contestant, I was like, hey, I don't have much to worry about here. Just don't be a dick. Yeah, just don't mess it up and you'll be okay, I think. You'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a day out, with the, day out with the boys, you know? As someone who was the villain, at what point or did you know throughout the process that Courtney maybe wasn't even the villain, but like that vibes were off with the women kind of thing um i had a couple of the women ask to tell me during like rose ceremony stuff that she was not vibing well and that was probably in like the fourth or fifth week okay um and i think that it was you know it was with certain people Mm -hmm. um obviously you know courtney had made some friends there along the way yeah so it, it was people that like i kept telling um Gosh, what was her name? Why am I drawing a blank on her name? But I kept telling her, I was like, yo, just worry about us. Like, don't worry about anyone else. And like, every time I saw her, she's like, something's wrong with her. You know, and I was like, yo, take it out. Take it I easy. I feel like Emily. Emily, thank you. Was that right? Oh, wow. Yeah. I was like, I remember her having uh, issues with her or like yeah. more than others. Yeah. Huh. And she, you know, she wasn't 100% wrong either. No. I mean, there were, no. there, there were some things. Did going that bother on. you though? Like, what, how did you, how did you feel about it bothered me. It didn't bother me during the show because I, you know, I had pretty strong feelings for Courtney the, the whole time. Yeah. Um, it bothered me obviously when, when the show was done watching it and God, I was like, how could you like let them do this to you? You know, just like, I do want to, every season has cringe moments and I, you have one of them, which is my sweet Jamie Otis, who I love so very much. And the straddle, 
the straddle kiss. Uh, any, the straddle kiss. <laughs> any, was that cringe? Any more cringe moments for you on your season that you can remember? <laughs> that was tough. And, like, and you know, Jamie is a, obviously a, another beautiful woman. She's been on. She laughed about it. She she said she'll never live it down, that kind of thing. I'm so. sure. I'm, surpri- I'm surprised <laughs> it keeps coming up as, like, the, uh, like, like, like. It's always, always on, 10. like, the top ten most cringe Bachelor moments of all time. Um, I have one myself, but yeah, but Jamie's always yeah. on there. So she's know. always on there for like a very forgettable. I feel like I'm like one of the forgotten ones, um, <laughs> which is, which is totally fine. I've worked pretty hard to stay out. of It was the, the more public. of like the buildup that was like, you know, the actual act itself was not all that cringe. Yeah, it was, it was bizarre. It was, um, <laughs> to, to put it lightly, you know, it was like an instruction manual, um, <laughs> On like how to kiss, and I remember I, I don't know if I said this or if I whatever. But I was like, "Yo, I'm the I'm the bachelor. I understand. I kind of know how to do this. <laughs> like, done this once or twice, my dear. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, bless her, bless her, bless beautiful heart and soul. Yeah, bless she's her, a, her soul. Bless her soul. So another thing that's probably hard as for the lead, if I had to guess, is just like keeping everyone happy, right, and making sure that you're like respecting everyone. So the skinny dipping. Oh yeah was that like an in the moment I'm going to do this because it feels great and I'm happy and I'll deal with the aftermath later kind of thing. Yeah. I didn't think that, and I don't think, or did it, did it like, did they tell the, the, the women, the girls like that we had gone skinny? Dipping? I mean, it made it seem like someone had just like casually seen it. I don't think that was, I don't think that was, that the was case. how it was presented. Okay. Yeah. I don't honestly. I mean, well, obviously, Courtney's like, "You want to go skinny dipping?" I'm like, "Sure, yeah, <laughs> perfect." <great. laughs> you know, I've been like alone for months. For months. Um, yeah, you know, any any you know straight red blooded American male is going to say yes. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, I didn't know what the uh, the outcome would would be. Um, mm. <laughs> I, and I and I don't I don't remember anyone ever bringing it up to me, so I think it might have. It was more her, you know. Yeah. Okay, couple more. Someone wanted to know some of the hardest parts of being The Bachelor. Um, well, I'm 38. I just turned 38 years old. I'm still single. It's hard. Date. It's hard to date. I think that's probably the. No, dating is f- fucking terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you for saying that. You're welcome. I, I mean, You're not alone. I go on plenty of lovely dates. So, I, well, um, I but... don't. But I, the ones I do go on every <laughs> three months, I get it. Well. I get it. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 hard. Um, it's hard to. to at least in the, like in the early, you know, the days that, that followed um, the show, I should say the years, you, you weren't really sure if like the person was in, in it for you or just uh, like, you know, wanted to be like dating the bachelor or, or whatever, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, I feel like that that's not as much the case anymore now, but now I like, I'm just probably ruined uh, because of <laughs> the experience. And hence why you don't watch anymore. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm a good person. I'm a nice person. I'm an empathetic person. Um mm-hmm. But like finding someone is 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 difficult, and I think a lot of it has to do with the experience on The Bachelor. You think so? Yeah, I kind of do. I think like maybe subliminally, um, there's something there that's like, you just I, I need I need someone to like, I need someone to take charge of the relationship and be like, yo, this is gonna work. Really? Okay. Because I find that like, because of like the Bachelor stuff, people can be a bit more like submissive. Uh, in the relationship okay, because of like the, the fame thing or something, which I care very little, little clearly. Yeah. 
No one questions um, that when you say it, because, yeah, you've been out of the limelight for a long time. Clearly, yeah. you don't want to be famous. It's not that great. No, it's really not. It's really, it's really not. <laughs> no, I'm, I am not jealous of anyone who is more famous than I. <laughs> no. No. Nor, nor am I. Although, although I do miss some of the, like, the fun stories. Do you have a great, like, tell me a great story about uh, a famous person that's like non-bachelor well, franchise. Uh, yeah. So there was, I didn't see this live, but there was an episode of the Ellen show where they were, um, it wasn't my season. It was the season after, but Jennifer Aniston was the guest and they were going through the cast and Jennifer Aniston literally was like, Oh, she's the next Olivia. And I like, died a little that's amazing and it was great and oh and hillary duff one time we were at a party and she's like that's you right the girl with the massive mouth because that's what i was known for on the show and i was like yes so those were cool you probably have way more. yeah I've, I've got yeah i've got crazy ones i mean the kardashians obviously everyone wants to know about that that stuff was nuts they were very very nice to me they were very nice people good i like to hear that you know, there wasn't any like hanky panky with the Chris stuff that we no? were just like homies. No, we were just like friends and like no like kiss on the cheek or anything. I mean, yeah, like you know, friendly stuff like that. Sure, I remember like being over there at their house one afternoon and like Kanye, <laughs> Kanye just like was working out in the gym. I cannot imagine and, like in their garage or something, and like I'm just like sitting there like eating a sandwich or something, and like little baby North is in this bassinet, and uh, like. Kim comes in and like she's got these she's got like six bags from Cartier <laughs> and I love I love I love Cartier and so they like spread all of this stuff out over the table and she's like she turns to me she's like what do you uh, what do you think what like which one should I keep and I was like uh, I, I don't all know <laughs> you have to pick or <laughs> yeah. something you can't keep them all things like that um, but they were all they were all really really nice yeah I just watched Kim on some show who was it Letterman. I can't remember, but she just came off as like the kindest person, and I I like them. I'm, I like them. I'm not a Kardashian hater. No, nor, nor am I. They have um, you know, continued to be really, really sweet um, over the years. Oh, a lot of people are asking about Jennifer Love Hewitt. I'm sorry, I've never heard. Oh yeah, of that. we we went on a we went on a number of dates. Yeah, you did. We did. We did. Um, huh. And also, really, really lovely. She just. It was just poor timing. We had mm. Um, mm. we had like met on Twitter, went on some dates, and like I had was like in the process of signing the bachelor contract. Oh, I see. So it was kind of like I was like I don't you know I don't know what to tell you. I like I I've, I've already signed up for this thing, so just poor poor timing. Wow, it's really nice. Yeah, I know. And like for me, like I was like, man, like maybe I should have just stayed with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Like, Wait, what if? What if Amanda Beckett from Can't Hardly Wait, or you know, you could really go crazy with the what ifs, especially in this darn franchise. Oh. You sure can. Everyone probably wants. What if you had not sent this one person home? And what if, like, did you feel confident with every person you sent home? Like this was this was right. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really have any any regret in those decisions. You know, I stand by the the choices that I made at the time. Okay, Samantha Green said. Was the backlash and cyberbullying worse after the show because you chose the season's quote unquote villain? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I don't have much to compare it to. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't it wasn't easy. And it it was definitely a detriment um, and, and a, a part of the reason that Courtney and I 
did not end up together. Okay. So I know I had read that you guys like, and she told me that you guys had broken up and then gotten back together later. Was part of that because of the backlash and just like needing to step away? Yeah. It was just a, it was like too much for both of us to handle. And how was it for her? Oh, brutal. I'm sure. Mm. And then like we had all those discussions. It was like, you know, should I have like stood by your side? You know, if this is the person you want to be with and like all that stuff. But then, you know, I'm like, these are the decisions that you made. Like this isn't, this wasn't the bed I chose to sleep in and played into the demise of, of the relationship. Cause the foundation had been broken like early. Mm. Um, even though we had a really good thing going on. I remember like the first you know, number of weeks or three months or whatever it was while we were just like together chilling. When, before... when the show wasn't airing. Yeah. 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 It was really great. Did you watch the show live with her? Have you ever watched your season? I've um, seen maybe half of it. Okay. Maybe half of it. I've watched the early episodes because they make me happy. The Sonoma episode makes me really happy. Yeah. There's that group date where we're like doing some play in town and like, I don't know, just it makes me happy for my hometown to have had that that recognition. Samantha Green also said, and I think I know the answer to this. How far along in the wedding planning process did they get before they ended the engagement? I think probably not very far. Not very far. Yeah, I, I don't I, think we were even planning a wedding. I don't even think that was a discussion. <laughs> no, it was like, where, where are we going to live first? Danielle Alessi said, what's one thing from his season that hasn't aired or wasn't aired that he wish had aired? Oh, that's a really good question. Yeah. I haven't thought about That's a really good question. Yeah. There was, I remember one from, from Ashley's season though. I remember part of one of my one-on-ones in like the hometown mm-hmm. i had this i had this alter ego it was like this r&b singer by the name of like storm horse <laughs> and i came i came i like had the first part of the date with ashley and then like it came out in like this full outfit with like big wig and like glued mustache and like the, the whole thing <laughs> and i thought it was really funny and like i came out and like recited this poem to her <laughs> and it like showed like a, a, a funny side of my personality and they they hacked that out, which was a bummer. They, I feel like they always do that. They hack out the personality, especially of the lead. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the prince or princess in shining armor or a pretty gown. So you've spoken to this before. Jessica Price, does he stand by his haircut during his season of the show? Oh, my <laughs> God. Thank you for saying that. I, so I don't know. I don't know what the hell was going on. The answer is no. But did you stand by it then? I don't think that I like, I had so much other stuff on my mind that like, I just didn't, it was so, it was so bad. It it really wasn't that offensive to me. Like, I remember being really kind of surprised when that was the thing that everyone was like, I mean, was it perfect? No. Olivia, it was pretty bad. Really? I kind of, yeah, I guess I have low expectations for haircuts. It kind of it kind of reminds me of like what a um, like a water water buffalo looks like, you know, like with like their horns. You know what I'm talking um, about? It just looked like a like a shag or something. I don't know. No, but they it was like parted right down the middle. Did someone did this, like, cut that for you like before the show, or was it like? Yeah, that? I don't. I don't know exactly. My hair's way better now. Yeah, it is. It is good now. Yeah. They used to do this thing like it was like this. Like a behind the ears. (laughs) It was like pulled. It was it was so bizarre. I'll never I'll never understand. But you. okay? No, I really want to get to the bottom of this, though. Like, I'm you know, I'm sure they address you and they do your hair. Like, were you looking in the mirror being like, this looks good. I'm going to go with this. No, I don't. Like, I I really want to know if you ever fought back. 
and said, you know what? I hate this hair. Do it different today. Mm, um, no, I don't think I ever fought back on it. I think that like mistakes, man. Yeah. Did your mom like the haircut? You know, it looked it looked okay in like certain scenes, um, <laughs> at certain times. But the the finale one is like the one that is the one that's like I think maybe it looked like the entire time, and that's like the that's the one. Actually, that's the only meme I have. It's the Francine meme from uh, Arthur. <laughs> oh, please look this up. It's it's classic. Let me get right on that. Okay, one more. Oh, it's it's really it's really good. And like the photo, the photo <laughs> is like in the good. Wait, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I like I like that one. I searched it. Francine meme Ben Flanig. That's all you need to know. That's yeah. All you need to know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Could have been better. <laughs> Could have been better. Last thing on this, the book. How did you feel yeah. about Courtney's book? Um, I was. I was pretty upset. I was not not a fan. Mm. Um, I didn't I didn't read it. You never read uh, it. Okay. I never read it. Um, I had a copy forwarded to me. And I think I might have like, you know, flipped the first few pages. And I, it's hard for me to, you know, she talked shit about my mom and stuff like that, which I thought was really messed up, like yeah. really messed up. Agree. And um, and. Uh, I, but I also like understand, or at least maybe I like think I understand like how her career had been like decimated in modeling from pretty derailed. Yeah. From, from, you know, negative press and things like that. So like people do things for different reasons and, and I don't know what those reasons were, but. Did she talk to you about it before? Uh, I, she probably did. Um, not to, not to the extent of like the, the personal the mom details stuff. of mom stuff and like our like sex life and, and things oh, like I that. I forgot about that. I admit I did read it. Uh, that, that stuff was, I just thought, I just thought it was like pretty classless. And when that, we didn't, we didn't speak to each other for five plus years after that, that book came out. But it seems y'all are like friendly now. So, so what changed in that time? You know, I was, um, I was up in Vancouver for uh, Christmas and New Year's with my family and uh, I think I just like I got it in my mind. I was like, you know what? I just need to like bury the hatchet and just get this like negative energy off my plate. So I I called her. Um, I called her one night, and I was just like, after you know five plus years, and then and we chatted for a while. Yeah. Um, and agreed to kind of like we met up and we spent a few days together and just kind of maybe like, to try to give it another one last go. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, just because we had gone through this like crazy experience together and we were kids, we were much yeah. younger. And so just, you know, and if anything, it was just more of like, hey, bygones be bygones, bury mm. the hatchet. It, you know, we we both did things back then that were, yeah. were unkind and probably not cool. So so now, you know, it's like, yeah, whatever. She wrote, you know, the book now, I, I don't I don't care. I'm really I'm really happy for her. I'm happy that you know, she still talks to my sister a lot. She's got the baby. I was and... just texting her yesterday and I was like, what is mom life like and married yeah. life? Her life is just like, she's good. She's good. I'm really yeah. happy. Yeah. I'm I'm very happy for her too. I really am. So you're single. I'm single. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I went on, I went on a bunch of dates in New York last week. You How'd they go? Yeah. Pretty good. Good. Yeah. Really good. That's awesome. Yeah. I, you know, I think that the the people, the East Coast people and, and women of New York especially are are um, kind of more my speed. They just seem like they've got 
you know, a little bit more going on and they, you know, they've got to deal with the harsh winters and we got to deal with the winter guys on coming. wall street. So. We got to deal with the finance dudes. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. We got to hustle. The city beats at us, you know, every day. It's like, why do you I live know. here? Why? But you're interesting. Like you're all interesting people there. And I, I, okay. So where did you find these people? Well, a couple that I, I, I've known for a couple okay. of years Some you've known. that I have always kind of wanted to, to go on a you know proper date with. Okay. And then a couple on Hinge. You're on Hinge? Great. I'm on Hinge. I am on Manhattan. I'm on Hinge too. Um that's my only one. I limit myself to one. Which is good. Yeah. 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 Would you be the bachelor again if they were like, let's do it? I don't know. I'm pretty I'm like pretty out of bachelor shape. Bachelor twenty twenty two? I think it's time. I don't think they would give me that nod ever, so I don't know if I need to answer <laughs> that question. <laughs> like this dude's got no followers on Instagram. They oh, it's care. it's not about the followers. I mean, it kind of is, I guess. Yeah, you're it right. kind of is. Yeah. Okay, so who is she? Like, what what's it gonna take? What's the girl? Oh, what's she like? Boy, like I was talking about earlier, just like someone that like wants to take. She wants someone to take charge. Yeah, you're gonna find that in New York. I know. That's what I mean. You're gonna find that. I um. You know, I've got so many like projects and companies and things going on. I just by the end of the day, I'm like, you know, I'll make the decisions on on what wine we want to drink or, <laughs> you know, like what what restaurant we're going to. All okay. these things we work together. But like, you know, if if I need to end up with someone that's like, we're getting married. Like forces you into a relationship and then forces not, you to not get married. really, but like <laughs> you know, someone that like inspires me into that. But someone okay. that like. He's obviously worldly that loves to travel and like has a flexible schedule that's like, yo, let's like go to Paris. And like if we're in Paris, maybe like, all right, let's get married in Paris and just okay. like shit like shit like that. Guys, listen up. It's it's here in New York. I told my sister the same exact thing the other okay, day. Okay, good. Oh, I'm I guess I'm blowing a secret there, but New York. Ben's coming to New York. I'm coming to New York. Was this like a COVID thing where you were like, I don't I don't belong to anywhere. I'm just gonna run and do something fun. I've I've been wanting to live in New York for like a decade. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, I just I had um my like loving little dog of almost sixteen years passed away on Easter and I'm I. So sorry, it's terrible. Uh, thank you. I just I didn't want to bring him to the Manhattan. There were just a I had wineries and things. It was just too much going on on the West Coast. Do you still have the winery wineries? I have um I have a wine brand yeah now so I've I've downsized I just make lots of rosé. Okay. Which is in New York. I have, distri- I have distribution in New York. Uh, yeah. Frosé is really big here. I have in the summertime. I know. You guys are so seasonal out here. I'm a bit bougie with my wine, but um, but uh, Frosé is good. Yeah, and you're already sipping on something. Yeah, but it's terrible. It's absolutely god-awful. Oh, is it? Snoop Dogg sent me his wine, and I'm out of wine. So I was like, Snoop, I'll try your wine. Really? Snoop. Snoop Snoop came out. Great packaging. That's how he got me. He's like, oh, look at this yeah. badass packaging. And then I tried it. But I'm I'm really picky. I'm sure it's good. Yeah, yeah. That's why you have friends like me. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Last question. Because we hadn't heard from you in a long time. So a lot of questions were like, why'd you stay away for so long? And why are you back in this little batch nation thing? Um, that's a good question. I think that enough time has gone by <laughs> that, um, that all of my, uh, traumatic experiences <laughs> yeah. decided. Um, I also like, 
you know, people like yourself and, and Ben Higgins um, just strike me as, as, as really nice, nice people. And, um, you know, obviously you guys have like fun podcasts and yeah. things like that. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I, I never really felt like I got the uh, opportunity to, to kind of like say my piece at the end. And right. uh, so now it just kind of feels a little bit more fitting. Is there anything else you want to say to say your piece? <laughs> no, I, I forgive. I forgive everyone. <laughs> I forgive everyone for everything it, that happened. Forgiveth everyone. We're all at peace. No, we're happy. I'm happy that you're back. Hey, thanks. Yeah, yeah. it's um, yeah, it's. I guess. I guess. Thanks. It's nice to be back. Okay, so let's get you some followers. Everyone wants to oh, follow God. you. What is your Instagram, or how can we reach out and support you? So my Instagram is at Ben Flanick. Easy. Um, easy. Easy peasy. Supporting. So I've been working on, actually, this is kind of cool because yeah. this is um, very much like the people who uh, follow follow me on Instagram and that are like Bachelor Nation. It's um, mostly women. Uh, <laughs> yes. From the ages of like 20 to 50. <laughs> yep. That is the demographic. <laughs> if you are, if you are a true crime fan, which <gasps> lots of, lots of women are. Wait, what? I have spent the last four months building this product with a, a team, um, a very capable team. The, the product's called Crime Door. It's an app where we uh, centralize all crime information into like case files. And so people can go in there and like listen to podcasts and 911 calls and videos and like all this stuff. Um, and you can actually walk into the crime scenes using augmented reality, uh, which is nuts. We've built out all these like different environments. Holy shit. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool. We launched like officially on Monday. Guys. It's going really well. Like people are, are loving it. And so like, I'm we're, literally going right. I'm obsessed with true crime. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty nuts. Um, let me know. I'll send you, I'll send you a little Apple Please do. So can, like poke around there. I would love, oh, I love true crime. Yeah. Are you into true crime? Like where did this come from? I like, I wasn't. Um, okay. You know, I did all like I watched all the things that everyone else did. Okay. But now I find myself like opening up this this app and it shows you all these like murdered missing persons around you, and we're like, for me, it's like a feel good product because we give victims the voice, not the perpetrator or killer. Right. And the hope is is that like we open up some some cold cases and we're like, get a community behind, like don't fuck with cats and like, let's catch and these don't criminals. Fuck people. With cats community is boss. Boss. I love it. Oh, I'm so excited. If you need me to do any sort of testing, um, filming, searching. Right. I wasn't planning on plugging anything today, but it's been a, um, guys run, go do it now fast. Wait, what's it called again? It's called crime door. It's in the app store, crimedoor.com. It's in the app store. It's on, you know, all the platforms, Instagram, all the yada, yada. It's coming for Android on Monday. I'm working from my 97-year-old grandmother's <laughs> house in Connecticut today. <laughs> and what I a got special here thing. Last night, and I was like, do grandmas have Wi-Fi? Do, like, 97-year-old grandmas have Wi-Fi? <laughs> they do. They does. have to, yes. <laughs> yep. Wow, Ben, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. And let me know when you're in the city. I'll be back Friday. Great. Okay, everyone follow Ben. Go get Crime Door. Have fun with your your grandmother. I'm sure you'll have a blast today. <laughs> hey, thanks, Karen. <laughs> of course. Talk soon. Bye. Alrighty.